Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He's Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher. He is well ensconced at Eagle Springs Golf Club. That's right. Somewhere in Colorado. That one right this week. Did you write that down? I've been practicing. Better than you practice your golf. Yeah, because I can can, can practice your location sitting down. Golf, I have to like get up and stuff. So You can eat a bag of chips and and get my location right. (laughs) Exactly. So listen, I uh, I I have this week found a way to definitely prove that golf is primarily a mental game. So I history mean, doesn't matter? Like, no, this, you know, this, you just discovered is, it this No, no this is this is proof. I mean, this this is this is irrefutable proof. Okay. Something that has happened recently. Now, I am not going to opine on the PGA Tour v. Live Tour controversy. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything about the uh, the traders who have left the PGA Tour. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the guys who have gone to the Live Tour. You know, you offer me money, and, and people are going, wow, what a guy. They offered Tiger Woods nine figures, and he had such the fortitude and the loyalty that he didn't move. Well, I don't think it's fortitude or loyalty. I think that it's that important to him to beat Jack Nicklaus's record that he's yeah. staying at the PGA Tour, period. But here's my point. There has been great controversy. You've read about all of the uh, big name players who have left the PGA Tour, uh, either have been kicked out of the PGA Tour or resigned. Two of them being Sergio Garcia and Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Neither of whom made the cut at the U.S. Open. Yeah. So don't tell me that being embroiled in a controversy. Oh, it's a huge distraction. Yes. I mean, anytime any player is going through some emotional turmoil of some kind or mental turmoil or just chaos, their game suffers to the level that you can no longer stay at the top because it just takes the edge away. You're dulled. Yeah. You've been been, uh, beaten up, so to speak. So here's an idea I have. The next time you go out in your regular foursome, you know, with, with your friends, you know that there's a guy that maybe you have a problem beating out there. Yeah. Ask his wife to call him just before he tees off and just say, and I quote, you and I, mister, we're going to have a conversation when you get home and hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Other great tips are coming up as we continue with those weekend golf guys. Hang out. We'll be right back. Getting older sucks the life right out of you. No energy. A dad bod. Don't feel anything like my old self. Don't have the time to work out. But we all want the energy in the body we once had, right? I've got something to help you. It's called Nugenics. It'll help you feel revived, working out like you used to. 
It's not your fault that you can't get in shape. As, as we age, men, our body naturally loses free testosterone. It's called the man hormone, and it happens to every man, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and to be energetic and active. So if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get your better results at the gym, help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Because Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testafen. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. And because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, have more energy and drive, and more passion, too. Your partner will notice the difference. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text WEEKEND to 231231. Text NOW and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text WEEKEND to 231231. That's WEEKEND to 231231. Text WEEKEND to 231231. That's WEEKEND to 231231. Message and data rates apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. And we are back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Teaching people to play golf can sometimes get a little difficult for you, Candice. You know, at times, sure. I mean, look, I got over 30,000 lesson hours in me. Am I going to say I haven't seen, or there isn't anything you can surprise me with? Yeah, there is. <laughs> There's a lot of things that go on, but sometimes when the player shows up and they're bringing their Debbie Downer, they're, they're Mad Max, right? There's mm-hmm. somebody there that they're grinding their gears yeah. and they're grumpy. Yeah, Mr. Get Off My Lawn, I'm going to go learn how to play golf guy. And they bring that to the golf lesson? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, there's this gigantic barrier of, hey, what can I really get done, right? And, and how's this progress going to go? And what are their expectations? And maybe they're banging balls and they're already frustrated. You know, they loosen up before they show up and, and, and they're trying to, and then everything's terrible. By the time that the lesson starts, they're already in a frame of mind that there's about no way you can help them. Yeah. So then it becomes a little bit of a psychology session. Then it becomes (laughs) a little bit of, Hey, let's see if we can get this person to be off off their edge a little bit. Let's make it a little easier, right? There should be no trouble with that, but there always is when they bring it to you. Yeah. You know, I remember a famous line in a movie. I think it was men in black. They won't be nothing. If you don't start nothing or something like that, right? (laughs) When they show up Mm -hmm. and they're already twisted and bent out of shape, the first bit of the golf lesson isn't going to go so well. Yeah. You know, you got to kind of figure out how to read bodies. Yeah. And, and you have to be, you have read to be attitude into a voice. Part psychologist, your own self too, man, to overcome well, that, that through that or whatever. Of, of trying to help people is, you know, learning people and saying, okay, what's this person all about right now? Mm-hmm. You know, I had two golf lessons this morning before we started to do the show. And I had two very different people coming. And, you know, one was struggling to get better, like striving hard. 
And the other person was kind of had been on top of things and was slipping backwards. Mm. Who do you think was the easier person to work with? Number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just from the attitude standpoint, I really yeah. want to do this. Right. As opposed to the other attitude of, well, dang it, I used to be a lot better. And now I'm really irritated that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because memory is a terrible thing sometimes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've heard me say this a long time ago on the radio show. The mind is a terrible thing. <laughs> sometimes memory is a terrible thing because the player remembers just three weeks ago when they were better. Right. And now they're not. Yeah. And how, how did it happen and how can you fix it? And there's nothing you can do. And Oh me, Oh my, why am I going down? I've fallen off the cliff. Um, you know, this is terrible, awful. I can't believe that this is happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We get that sometimes. I can imagine. No, I mean, there is nothing, you know, trying to get better at golf is frustrating, but being, having been better at golf and not being able to, uh, to play up to the level you used to play at is even more frustrating, especially if you don't know why. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt. So you must Um, see an awful lot of frustrated people in your line of work, man. I, I think that, yeah, I, I think my line of work does get to people show up either when they're frustrated, when they're under pressure, um, or when they're um, just not performing optimally and they want to get better, right? So mm-hmm. it's, I don't see people show up for me to help them when everything's going great. They drive by me and they wave and they say thanks and give me a big fat thumbs up and they send me texts, but I don't see them on the lesson tee. Right. It's always right. it's always the thing, you know. So it's interesting and it's and this is one of the things that I tell some of the younger uh, guys who want to become golf instructors. So I want you to understand something: you have to like people. If you don't like people, don't get into this because this is what they are is mm-hmm. you rarely see the people when they're at their happy place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As a, yeah. as a, as someone who's designed to, to fix golf swings and make them better and make people pitch better, putt better, play better, do all things better. That means when they come to you, they're not happy to some degree or another. Right. Right. Hey. But the easier ones to work with are the ones that are, striving toward a goal as opposed to stopping a problem that they now have had. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cops. Cops say they, they meet people on their worst ever day. It's gotta be difficult to, uh, to do that. But again, you know, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Yeah. So very true. I hope you're not looking for sympathy because it's in the dictionary right there between sim and syphilis. You can find it if you look hard (laughs) enough. That's right. But, uh, we're going to be talking about about some some simple things or, or things that look so simple. You know, when you watch on TV and just watch, you know, five or six of the of, of the best golfers that have ever picked up a club, and uh, you make it look so easy. And then you get out on the course to try to do some stuff, and you go, "Wait a minute, this looked so easy. I'm doing it yeah. the same way he did it." 
Well, obviously, no, you're not. <laughs> but well, you know, people always see things. You watch, you watch a, you watch golf on TV, or you watch a good player, and you watch an experienced player, somebody who's done it for a long time. It always looks effortless, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It looks like they've just done this before. Yep. And then you can clearly tell the people who haven't done it enough because they're full of stress. Right. They're not calm at all. They're just not. Nope. Nothing works right. So they're always mad. Then they're frustrated. They're trying. They're trying to go, why can't I do it like that guy? I'm like, well, first off, you're a little too wrapped up in stuff in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Tough deal. Yeah. The, the, deal. the confusion that you create on your own by too many thoughts in your head and, and the negative ones, I forget what it was. It was something non-golf I was watching on TV the other day. And a woman came on and said, the problem is that you're talking in negatives. You're saying, don't be afraid. You're saying, don't do this or don't drop that or whatever. And you're doing it because your brain does not understand negatives. And I'm going, ah, so it's not just in the game of golf. Thank you. So basically you should look at yourself in the mirror and go, John, don't trim your mustache. John, don't trim your mustache. John, don't trim your mustache. Don't do that. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how about this this one? I shouldn't look at the mirror and go, Jeff, don't eat pizza. Jeff, don't eat pizza. Don't eat pizza. (laughs) It's, it's, it's just, we, we, because I mean, it's the human condition. We do this to ourselves all the time is, you know, first off we get negative because so many of us are negative just, just to begin with. It's just our nature. Is you know, just yeah. don't just don't make me look bad. Well, that's that's not that's not the way to go about it, people. It's a tough you know? ask. Yeah, right? certainly is, especially when your brain hears make me look bad and going, well, you know, you can do that without my help. <laughs> but, but here we go. <laughs> so what are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about a few things that look easy, that should be easy, that aren't that you need to uh, learn how to do correctly and learn, learn basically just, just how to get your uh, head together and, and do it right. Um, and we're going to do that when we get a few moments to uh, collect our thoughts, <laughs> our positive thoughts and come right back because we are those weekend golf guys. So hang out. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it. If you were to go there and like us, we'd love it even more. If you go there and follow us, and you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Yeah, you know, I do all the cooking in uh, in my house, and it's usually pretty basic. So you can imagine my wife's surprise when I said the other night, hey, hon, what would you like to have for dinner? Would you like a, uh, a shredded beef tamale bowl, or would you like maybe some uh, some vodka chicken with pasta? And she said, you can make that? And I said, it will be delicious. Notice how I so smoothly sidestepped the question. I wasn't going to tell her I wasn't going to cook it. I was just going to put it in the microwave because they are Factor chef-prepared meals. Yeah, Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious, well, you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Now, this is kind of confusing, so listen. 
Head to gogo.factor75.com slash golfguys120. Then use the code golfguys120 to get $120 off. That's code golfguys120 at go.factor75.com slash golfguys120 for $120 off. If you love finding those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, we have gathered our thoughts, and we are back. Those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Just don't think negatively. Don't say don't. Whoops, that's negative. How about how about let's um, change that around a little bit? Like when you're on the golf course, people. I took a guy out to the golf course this morning, and he told me about his nemesis hole. We all have one of those. Oh, yes, indeed. And so I got out there, and we stood on the tee box, and I said, well, what are you looking at? And he told me about all of the terrible places that his ball could go, all of them. And he neglected to say fairway. Mm-hmm. So we went out there, and we did a couple things. And he, he says, I never hit this fairway. I'm always in the trees. I always hit it in the bunker, in, the, in that creek on the right side over there, in those trees. This guy's played this hole hundreds of times and tells me that he's never hit the fairway. I'm like, come on, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get a little bit more realistic about that. Mm-hmm. And so what he says, he goes, I don't see that. I see the trouble. I'm like, I know you're identifying it. Look, my eyes work too. I don't talk about it. Right. I don't. And because I don't talk about it, I talk about where my ball's going to go. So I'm not engaging in the negative. Mm-hmm. I'm engaging in the positive. So then I broke out a little tiny bit of golf math on him. Remember that show we did with golf math? Yeah. We're going to do the same thing. Oh, good. I'm going to bring a little bit of that out today. I love math. So <laughs> we went out there and he had his rangefinder. And I stood, we went to his landing area of that hole on his mm-hmm. nemesis hole. Mm-hmm. And he stood at the rough and I stood on the opposite side of the rough and he took out his laser and he shot me right in the stomach, you know, and, and said, you are 41 yards away. And I said, okay, let's do some math. 41 yards times three feet. That's 123 feet across. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if we multiply that by 12 inches in a foot, that's 1,476 inches across. And then we divided that by 1.86 inches, which is a golf ball, which means we could get 793 and a half golf balls across that fairway. (laughs) And I said, Mm -hmm. you're telling me right now that you stand on that tee, you're telling me that your ball can't be one of those 793 balls. And he looked at me and went, well, if you had to put it that way, (laughs) but guess what? He's a math guy. So I broke out golf math on him. Mm -hmm. And then I got him to think about that in terms of 
how simple that would be to think that he could get his golf ball in that fairway because 793 of them can get in that fairway. Yeah. Instead of him thinking all Mr. Negative on, oh my gosh, look at there's trees over there. There's bunker over there. There's a Creek over there and there's trees on the other side. I got nowhere to hit it. And now all of a sudden he started to change his attitude about where he chose to stand on the tee and what he chose to look at. And he found a spot out there in the hole and he, uh, he looked there and decided that's where his ball was going to go. Instead of having all this negativity, like mm-hmm. you've said, where brain doesn't get the negativity, I gave him the positivity and said, your ball's going there. Just hit it there. Here's a guy who stands in front of me on the range and can hit a ball pretty straight. And he does that around the golf course a lot until he gets to his nemesis hole. And then mm-hmm. his brain goes haywire. So much to your earlier point in the show about how much your brain affects golf it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a it lot. is a lot. There's there's a hole that is my nemesis hole. And the good news is that you can follow along. Just look this up online. Just do a Google search for the Donald Ross course at French Lick. They have a hole by <laughs> hole. They have a hole by hole thing there. Okay. I know, I know which hole there's, it is for you. <laughs> well, there's all of them actually, but <laughs> but the, the main point is hole number three. It's a par four. With a blind tee shot, about 100 yards in front of the tee box is the crest of a hill. And the fairway then goes down rather drastically to the green at the bottom of the hill. However, it also is at about a 45-degree angle to the left. (laughs) And if you don't aim at the bunkers on the left which makes it look like you're going to be in the left rough forever. You're not going to get a ball anywhere in that fairway because not only does it bend to the left, but it also is tilted to the right. So most balls, if you hit them where you think you should hit them, are going to wind up in the right rough. So many of our balls have been lost because they went to the right rough or or the green on the par three coming back. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how badly you are <laughs> off of that. Yeah. But I mean, that is just a hole that you have to play it so many times and you have to have the faith that yes, I'm going to aim this ball into that gunch, knowing that once it clears that gunch, it's going to be in the fairway. Yes. And it's hard to convince yourself of that. It is hard to aim on blind holes until you know, right? Yeah, but, but even still, you look at you look at the gunch, and, and intellectually, you know where this hole goes. But your brain and your eyes are going, "What are you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're aiming over here. That that's just that no." <laughs> and you have to fight that. You know, it's it's so, just tough. I'm sorry. Yet one more example of the fact that golf is such a mental game. Yeah. Because here you are fighting yourself. You're describing it on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. The problem you see is you're also losing the fight <laughs> with yourself. Consistently. So, the wrong half of you of yourself is winning here. <laughs> The part of you that says no <laughs> is winning. That's right. <laughs> the part of you that says yes, <laughs> do this, hit it there, 
Mm-hmm. Here's a suggestion. Next time you play at the French Lick course, you always play with somebody, probably playing with Brendan Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Go out of go get in Brendan Sweeney's bag and get out one of Brendan Sweeney's golf balls and tee that one up on hole number three. Oh, so I won't, now, I won't care. <laughs> you won't care. That's right. That's right. Because I know you, John, that $4 golf ball is $4. <laughs> and that's something. That's right. <laughs> so you can think of it this way. That's like three-fourths of a tank of gas you're about to get rid of <laughs> for your $4. Uh, speaking of which, we do, have, um, we do have some golf balls we want you to win from us. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you had a gas coupon, in which case, I'm, if you had a gas coupon, I'm wondering why I don't have it. <laughs> so you should give it more on the radio. It's I'm free like, lunch at White Castle, the gas coupon. We have, <laughs> we, have 12, <laughs> we have 12 dozen Encore Vero X1 golf balls that we want you to win. Uh, one person is going to get all 12 of them. We're, we're billing it as a, a total year's supply of golf balls. Uh, if it's not, we may have to negotiate a couple of lessons in with it. Okay. But pretty sure we can figure that out. Yeah. Just go to uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. And you can register there. You can register at, uh, at John dot the golf guy on Instagram. You can register at those weekend golf uh, Just anywhere. Just go. You'll find it. Fill out the uh, just, just first name and email address and how to get in touch with you when you win. And that's all we need to do. So we uh, would appreciate you doing that. We've got about another week or so before the uh, winner is announced. So make sure you get in. And there are opportunities to, to, to get uh, multiple entries uh, just by like following the Facebook page, liking the podcast, subscribing, that type of thing. You know the deal. You know how it goes. So yep. fighting with yourself is, is difficult mentally. Um. Because when you win and you lose, so you don't know usually, whether to keep fighting or not. Yeah, it's usually the subconscious that wins, though, man. Because I mean, I will tell you what happens, man. Is even when I say, "Listen, I'm aiming, I aim, I set up, I aim," I hit a bad shot, I top it, or something. My body, right. my body, and my brain is fighting every move I make, trying to tell me, "Don't do this. No, don't do this." <laughs> right. So how do you you overcome that that stuff, man? So I would like you to, to the next time you go out, besides playing with Brendan Sweeney's ball Mm -hmm. on hole number three at French Lake, I'd like you to go out and then say to yourself this little, it's not like a mantra. It's not like a chance, not anything like that. Just say to yourself before you get up there, just look at your target and just say, I'm going to hit it there. Right. Pick your target, decide that that's where it's going to be, and just say to yourself, I'm going to hit it there. And then just go up and find out how often you really do hit it there. I'll bet you if you keep the I'm going to do this in your mind, you will not have this battle. Right. Because you'll be decisive. Because if you've got a battle with yourself, it'll never end because half of you is winning even though the other half is losing. The half of you that's winning always wants to keep battling. Well, let me tell you, the, the, the best I ever played that hole was the first time I ever played it because I was there with other people who knew the course, and they told me, they said, you see that tree up there? That's your aiming point. 
aim at that tree. I had no idea. Okay. So, so I didn't, I didn't have any reason to argue with him. I aimed at the tree and I had uh, a ball in the fairway, you know, hmm. the first time and the only time. <laughs> so now I know too much. <laughs> So, yeah. So you forgot the one thing out of all the things that, you know, you forgot the fact that all you have to do is aim at that tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I argue with myself, you know, argue with myself, but I don't know why. I don't know. Because I love arguing and because myself is kind of dumb. Um, you know, the, the, those three words up and down, up and yeah. down. It's not so easy. It ain't. Let's talk about that when we come back. We're coming right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Well, here's something I bet you didn't know. According to the CDC, one person dies every 36 seconds in the United States from cardiovascular disease, and one in four deaths is attributable to heart disease. Do you know that? So if you're not taking your heart health seriously, you need to act now. Now you can take an all-natural daily supplement that not only helps protect your heart from free radicals, it also helps boost athletic performance. It's a brand new, specially formulated supplement with a powerful blend of essential nutrients, antioxidants, and botanicals to optimize your heart health naturally. Snap Supplements Heart Health. It's loaded with naturally grown herbs and nutrients that work in partnership with you to help keep your heart healthy and performance strong. Now, I've been trying it out for about a month now, and I got to tell you that especially out on the golf course, I don't get anywhere near as tired. Snap Supplements is offering our listeners a 10% discount on their first purchase by using the link snapcardio.com slash golfguys. That's S-N-A-P-C-A-R-D-I-O dot com slash golfguys. Try it out. Your body will thank you. Snapcardio.com slash golfguys. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-1451. That's 800-705-1451. Again, 800-705-1451. And we are back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Up and down. What a concept. Yeah. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. The question that a lot of people have on their up and down game, the short game, right? A lot of people ask me what kind of a shot to play and all this. And invariably, they put the ball too far back in their stance trying to hit a ball high. Mm-hmm. And they never get the distance right. Right. And then it's hard to get an up and down yeah, because they're leaving themselves with six to 20 feet. Right. You know, like, wait a minute, let's think about this. If we're going to get this ball up onto the green and have a chance to get it down in the hole, we got to consider the type of shot we need, the height of it. And if we need a high shot, everybody seems to go, Oh, I'll just open up the face. Well, that may not be always the, the issue. Maybe you got the wrong club to begin with. Mm-hmm. If you got to open up the face a lot just to get the ball to go a little higher, then maybe your ball position ought to be looked at. Maybe it's not forward enough. Maybe you don't have the right club in your hand to begin with. Right. Maybe you ought to take one that's got higher loft on it. Anyway, yeah. You know, the goal is always to get the club below the golf ball. We know this. This is not any rocket science here. This is get the club below the golf ball all the time, and the ball will launch up in the air higher. 
Mm-hmm. Whether you use a seven iron and bump and run it, it still has to get there. Or still has to get to the bottom of the ball to launch the ball up. If it's a sand wedge, it still has to get there. So choosing the right club, choosing the right ball position has everything to do with how hard you're going to be able to hit it and figure out how hard to hit it so you hit it the right distance. There's so many people take a club and put it back in their stance. They take the thing back and then they feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going too fast. I'm going to hit it too far. And then they desail and flub it. Mm-hmm. You've never done that. I know. No. I'm just describing mm-hmm. it clearly for you. So that way, right. in case you see it happen with one of your playing partners, you would know it. You would right. see it. And I can point it out to them. Yeah. <laughs> point it out to them. Hey, you know yeah, what you did? You've never done this yourself. <laughs> Ever. My playing partners love it when I point out their mistakes to them. Isn't that great? I know. Most you of know, them do. Yeah. They, they probably invite you to come back too, don't they? Oh, just, just for that very purpose. Yes. Yeah. So well, that that's they will nice. know what they least, did wrong. Yes. At least you know your function and at least they know that's why they brought you there. Are you also the guy that has to buy the beer? <laughs> Is there a correlation there, you think? Hmm. <laughs> just asking. I heard something the other day on one of those uh, internet uh, video guys. Mm-hmm. And he was he was extolling the virtues of uh, and suggesting that you pick one of your wedges that you're the most comfortable with. Yep. And you use that one wedge for all situations close to the green. Hmm. Because he says if you practice it correctly, you will be able to learn, you know, how to change the loft, uh, you know, change the 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 loft of the club face, how hard to hit it, uh, things like that. And I'm going, no, 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 sir. That is not, I know a guy who walks up to a ball off the green with like seven wedges in his hand just to see what's going to happen. So, you know, this is an interesting conversation. We've, we've had this conversation going on within the teaching world for a long time. And there's a couple of things about that, right? Are you going to be the one club wonder? Or, mm-hmm. and, and let's talk about that. Okay. If you walk to the green all the time with your sand wedge, let's say it's your sand wedge. Right. And you go, I can hit any shot in the world with this. Okay, great. Good for you. And the question is going to be, do you practice them all? And if so, how much time does that take you? John, you are a guy who is, he gets a rash <laughs> when the word practice comes up. Mm-hmm. So that would mean to you, how many more hours of practice with, to get good at this particular shot with this club and that other shot with different ball position and different face angles and manipulating this and manipulating that, mm-hmm. doing all that. How off, how long would it take you to get really good at that? so that you could just walk up with one tool out of the 14 in your bag, um, one tool, and get really good at that in all situations. Oh, it would take forever. Seems like it would take a long time. Yep. Yeah. Versus a different way of going about it, which many good teachers, myself included, advocate of thinking, okay, where's the bottom of the swing arc? And where's the ball? And let's put those two things very close to each other. 
And then let's hit a shot with multiple different clubs. Look at the different results that I get. And I have to learn one shot and one landing spot mm-hmm. and things get pretty cleanly struck. And then I don't have to alter much. Now this is for somebody who doesn't need to practice a lot or have time to practice or having the desire to practice very much. This is a good way of going about it for them because then they just have to make a choice of which club. Right. So it's a different school of thought and it isn't, for better players or for worse players, it's think about it in terms of what you have to do. Do you have to practice 25 different shots or do you have to practice one and change clubs? Yeah. So just thinking about this in terms of an efficient way to play the game, you could get good at anything. You could become the one club wonder and you could use lots of different other clubs and still get the job done ball close to the hole or in right as we talk about the up and down game. So you think about this, they're not everybody, everybody, everybody can be a great up and down player because it doesn't require power, mm-hmm. which means all the golfers have the ability to be a great short game player. So that means it's a matter of how much practice you want to put in on mastering something. Gotcha. Yeah. But, so, I'm not going to advocate um, doing something like being a one club wonder to someone who doesn't have a lot of practice time, whether they're a good player or not a new player or an older player, an experienced golfer or somebody who's a novice. I'm going to head down the road of simplicity and ease first and then common sense second. And then the, the the manipulation of the club face and doing all that third because they got to practice their whole game. Mm-hmm. So and, it's and a matter of you, time. It's a practical matter. But when you start manipulating club face, you open up a whole can of worms, a whole, a whole raft of possible the mistakes. Yeah, that's why I don't talk about it to players who don't have a lot of time to practice. Yeah. Can imagine. Because they could be making a choice of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're working on a shot that they'll rarely have on the golf course. Right. Some specialty wedge shot. Isn't it be great? What if you spent six hours on that versus say three hours on your driver and three hours on your putter? Wait a minute. What are you, what are you doing? How many times are you going to hit a driver? Yeah. 14 probably. Mm-hmm. How many times are you going to hit a putter? Way too many, right? Thirty-five. <laughs> we would hope. <laughs> well, you would, right? But they're, you know, just think about that. You know, when when you look at total time spent in terms of effort toward something, you better you better put it on the things that are going to affect your whole game more and your happiness more than working on something that isn't. So I don't do those specialty wedge kind of shots until. The other ones are kind of shored up a little bit. The other skills, the other things are in better shape beforehand. Right. Because just as a matter of practicality, I go about it in that manner. Not and a matter again, of, um, you know, I, I don't yeah. want to waste somebody's time. Didn't make them better at golf, but I showed them a really cool shot. Yeah, and cool, and cool shots, you, like you say, you have to practice it over and over and over again to remember it. Because your brain can't really retain all of the subtle nuances 
uh, necessary for really cool wedge shots. But if you have just one basic wedge shot and just use the same swing, the same setup, et cetera, et cetera, just changing the, the wedge you use or the club in general, then suddenly your game has gotten better much more easily. He said yeah, you confidently. Right. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Right? Yeah. It's an important, uh, important thing to think about when you, you know, if you're going about things the wrong way, your brain gets wrapped up in stuff. Cause this is such a mental game. Here we are back talking about that. Mm-hmm. It's such a mental game that you start to, avoid certain parts of the game because you don't feel like you're good at it because you didn't practice it enough. Yeah. And then your brain's standing on the golf course going, no, I don't want to hit that (laughs) shot because I don't want to leave myself with something I can't play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many times do people look at you begging in their eyes when they find themselves in a bunker, especially if it's, if it's a bunker of uh, questionable quality sand, (laughs) you know, maybe it's a little wet, maybe it's hard, maybe it's a little rocky, and they look and say, we don't have to play out of these, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes nah, you get you. people who are uh, hit a shot in the, from the fairway and they see it careening toward the bunker and they go crazy because they don't want any part of, um, they don't want any part of uh, um, hitting the bunkers. They don't want to, they don't want to talk yeah. about it. They, yeah. They're like, oh my gosh, don't go in the bunker. Don't go in the bunker. Don't go in the bunker. Yeah. yeah. And make sure to say that after you hit it, not before, because if well, you say yeah. that before it'll go in the bunker. But a uh, quick question, if a guy, if, if a golfer is having problems creating spin on their wedge shots, would you suggest they change the club position, the ball position, or clean their grooves? Well, I'd, I'd have to see it. Now, it's a wedge shot from yeah. the fairway? Well, from, you know, green side. Yeah, so not in a bunker. Not in a bunker, no. Oh, well, the first things first, clean the grooves before you even swing it. Now, okay. then we'll talk about ball position and okay. which wedge. But uh, if you're not cleaning your grooves, John, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> this is the collective, John. This is everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, this is every man, John. I got but you. John, <laughs> if you've got grooves that are filled with grass and dirt and dried up mud and all that, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah no spin for you. <laughs> no spin for you. <laughs> no spin for you. <laughs> right. That's yeah. important. And that's another thing that you have to practice regularly What's is, that? is, is how to swing the club and which club to swing to get, to get the amount of spin you need. You know, some of us would love to back a ball up on a green. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do it. If I hit it past the hole. Yeah. Just let me, just let me back it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just want to see it zipping to make sure that, look, the pros do it on TV. Dang it. I want to be able to do it. That's right. That's um, right. John. <clears throat> collectively, John, stop playing yes. the pinnacles. <laughs> stop playing the Wilson staffs. Uh-huh. Stop playing the balls that don't spin. Yeah. <clears throat> so hey, I, I play the Encore Vero X1s and they do. I was spin. just talking collective, John. Okay. A, All right. Somewhat of a rhetorical. Hey, John, play a ball that spins, will you? <laughs> Start there. Yeah. I don't well, know, that man. Could help. I got $4 yeah. balls. I don't like them. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Gotcha. Uh, I hear so, you. So again, we come down to, I mean, like every week we come down to basically, we, we boil all this down to the same bottom line. It's, it's practice. Yeah, we do kind of boil that down there, don't we? We want golfers to practice because we want golfers to get better. <laughs> you just want so, golfers to come out to the golf course more often. <laughs> yeah, we, 
That's true. <laughs> we know. <laughs> so anyhow. If they're not here, I can't teach them. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Look, if they're at the bowling alley, I can't teach them anything about golf. No, no. And in the in the uh, aisles at the grocery store, even though they may be swinging that, that make-believe golf club while wife is picking up the bread. All right, man. We got. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. When we come right back, we uh, we are, we have been, and we always shall be the second best golf show in the world. Those weekend golf guys, and we will be right back. You know, by now you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it takes only a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust has no account opening fees and no monthly fees. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Sign up today and receive a $100 funding bonus when you open and fund an account. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital, Inc. does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. So you have spent almost an hour with us this morning here, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Do you feel better? Do you feel like you've gotten better? John, every time I spend time looking at you through this computer, I feel better. (laughs) I can imagine. All right. But just to recap, uh, lose the negativity, lose the overabundance of swing thoughts. Just do it. Tell yourself what you're going to do and go play. And just do it. It's simple. You don't have to. You don't have to give a lot of caveats or anything like that. It's just, I'm going to hit the ball there. That's where the ball is going to go. If that tree is in fact your target, aim it mm-hmm. at the tree and hit it there. You'll Deal be surprised how often it goes there. Yes. Because the, the, you know, as, as you say, you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> I, however, I, I think a waste is a terrible thing to mind, but you know, that's, that's just me, <laughs> but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get there, but just, Eliminate the negative. Accentuate the positive. Wasn't that a Walt Disney song? You know, and at the same time, John, I'm going to suggest to you again, and the second time during the show, I'm going to suggest to you again that any time that you come up on a shot that you don't really care for, go mm-hmm. take one of your playing partner's golf balls out of his bag and play that. <laughs> it's much more freeing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it when the playing partners you have, like – hit a ball into the woods and they're going to take a mulligan and, and they look at you and they go, you got a ball <laughs> going, uh oh, <laughs> I'll go get you one of yours, but you ain't playing with mine. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but anyhow, I'm not uh, suggesting that you actually tell them that you're going to play with one of their balls either. Yeah. Yeah. You don't ask. You yeah. just go hey, look in the clips. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a deer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think someday we should address wildlife on the golf course. Well, you know where what? you're at now, you've got a bunch of it, man. I'll tell you what, I guarantee you, look, we can wrap the show up by talking about wildlife on the golf course. You know what I've seen out here so far that I've been here, and I've been here a month now. Mm-hmm. I've seen a bunch of bald eagles. 
right? Mm -hmm. Eagle Springs, Eagle River, Eagles, right? right? Yeah. Seen a bunch of those over the golf course, over the range. I've seen some elk. I've seen some mule deer. And yesterday morning, mm -hmm. there was a moose wandering Ooh. about on the golf course Ooh. here in Colorado. Wow. Moose. I got chased by a wild turkey once and not a bottle of bourbon by a real wild <laughs> turkey. I think I remember you this story. Yeah. Like this yeah. needs to happen next time. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, listen, wildlife or no, eliminate the negatives and go out and play some golf. Okay. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks. That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.